Warning, the facts you are about to hear are based off two hours of researching the pros and cons of history's heroes and most controversial figures. This is Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. So, yeah, if you get an iPhone, get the XR. That's what I got. The XR was good. It's big like that, Mm. and it's an iPhone. Okay. Works good. I'm going to look into it the next couple days. Don't worry, bro. You're going to be able to buy so many phones soon, bro. So many phones. You're going to have stacks of phones for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Unopened phones, bro. Fucking, what else? What have you been up to? It's my birthday. It's working like crazy. I know it's your birthday. It's my birthday. 35 years old. Look at me. Half your midlife. I look good. I think you'll die at 70, probably. No, come on. What do you want to make it, though? I'm going to make it to 95. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll die around 84. Wow. So you just gave yourself 14 more years than me, just automatically in your head? You said 95. Yeah, but, I, but you said 70 at first for me. Yeah, because black people die younger. Don't no. They? Black people live longer. As long as we stay away from white people. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> fucking up. You're surrounding yourself with them. You want to marry one? I know my kids are going to be You want to do white. a podcast business with one? Right. What can you do? Your best friend. You got your, your workplace. You got to do it. Like, you, Buddy. You need fun. them, you know? Just at a certain point, you pull away. Like 55, you pull away. Oh, that's when you pull away? You, you say, okay. Move to Jamaica? That's it. Call it a life? <laughs> Bro, I'd love to do that. But no, man, properties and shit. Just buy and sell and accumulate wealth. So many people want to do that. I've never been interested in buying properties. Neither have I. But Ever. but but now maybe. And uh like I would for just, myself, but not like, yeah, like to rent out. And shit. No, no, no. But I want a place in the States. I probably want a place in like Texas or something. I just want to I definitely want a place in Texas. Hundred percent. You down to go to Texas? So what if we just got a place in Texas that we just have there so that we if either one of us goes down, you know what I mean. We no, both I want to live in Texas. You want to live there, but yeah. that's a that's a whole nother fucking Mess process to get there. Yeah, yeah, it's a process, but it, like it's. A I was just thinking process. about going there for like say okay, so now our jobs are this, inter. It's inter. Like you can you can go there. Like this job makes it so you can go there. What do you mean? You can be like it's an international fucking union. Oh, I didn't know. Or that. not international. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't na- national. So you can go there? Are you sure? Yeah. It it'll like your skills are transferable and also like that that entity can help you. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, that's a big I didn't even know that. Bro, that's why I'm concentrating so much on it cuz it's like I Yeah, man. Go over there. I cuz I was just I was just thinking if I d- say I worked on a show for 3 months and then it's like, all right, I got some time off. I'm going to go to Texas for a month. That's what I was thinking. You can do comedy and shit. Do comedy and shit. No, I want to live there. Yeah, I wasn't I thinking about living I don't, there. I don't think people realize what's going to happen when Joe Rogan opens up this comedy place. Like, I, I don't think people actually are like connecting what's going to happen. It's going to be like a second golden age of comedy. It's going to be insane. Like I don't think people get it. It's not going to be normal. It's not going to be like the comedy. And where's he, Austin? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be insane. One of my buddies already bought a place down there. Really? Not a comedian guy, just a guy. He just he he's just a rich guy. Really? Yeah. He's just like fuck it, eh? So maybe I'll talk to him. We'll be like, yo, let's be neighbors. Bro, that's the that's the place to be. Like what five hundred thousand? Because I've already been looking into it. Me and my girl. Well, five hundred thousand gets you over there versus here is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, of course, ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> What's what? Be, uh, what'd you uh, get for your birthday? What was your present? 
man, I got shoes. They're up there. Got some nice shoes, noble shoes. Fucking, uh, and then I saw another pair before when I was leaving. But I was like, I don't want to see them yet. Oh. As I was leaving, I didn't want to see it. I so I got another pair of shoes. There's a bag of stuff. And, you know, my mom said happy birthday and my brothers. That's usually all I get. Usually my girlfriend gets me stuff, and that's pretty much it. Multiple pairs of shoes is pretty good, though. You're spoiled. Fucking right, bro. Two pairs. Actually, three pairs because she got me a pair for Valentine's Day. Okay, but we're just not we're not including everything. Well, yeah. So how many did you get for your birthday? Two? Two. Okay, what did well, you get three. for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas? Three because I got one for myself. What did you get for Christmas? Christmas. It doesn't matter what you got for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, this guy's bringing up Valentine's Day like that, man. Bro, I'm just saying, in terms of shoes, I got a bunch. And I got a pair for myself. Uh, and I bought this shirt for myself. That's cool. why I bought it. Cool, cool. Tupac. You guys remember Tupac? You know why I fucking wore the Tupac shirt? Because I don't have a DMX one. I thought it was going to be because there's only two guys in history that have two uh, platinum albums in one year. And it's DMX and it's Tupac. Wow, really? You didn't know that? Holy fuck. Jesus, I didn't know that at all. But no. DMX is extra special because he did it his first his first two, back-to-back, -back, same year. He drops a fucking It's Dark and Hell is Hot, Platinum, and then he dropped Flesh flesh in My Flesh, Blood, blood in My, my blood. blood. Yeah, Platinum, same year. Wow. You didn't know that? Wow, no, I had no idea. And I didn't know Tupac did it too, but somebody, when uh, DMX passed away, somebody posted a picture and said, uh, there's only two people that have done it. The guy in this picture and the guy behind him, because it had he had a poster of Tupac behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, That's DMX, crazy. Tupac, congratulations, R.I.P. to both of you guys. Also, That's dope, legends. Uh, so let's get, to, let's get to the task at hand. Let's get to the task at hand, because we're already giving stuff away that would have been later on. Uh, it's Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history, and um, when people die, it is a time to reflect. And recently. Just the other day, uh, DMX passed away. DMX was one of my favorite rappers, uh, one of my top five. It's going to be impossible for me to not be biased on this episode. But I will say this. Within 24 hours of him passing away, there's feminist and LGBT groups trying to cancel him. Uh, nice timing, guys. You've had the last 30 years to talk about these <laughs> lyrics, and you're going to do it the day he dies. Thanks a lot. Uh, but at the same time, on the other spectrum, the mayor of his hometown in Yonkers is trying to get him a statue or a monument. So Fucking right. what a thing that we do right here. Erase him, deface him, replace him, embrace him. Pros and conquerors, the bad boys of history. Sounds like a guy that we should talk about. People trying to cancel <laughs> him, people trying to put statues about him. That's exactly what we do around here. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, James Jammies Cummins. I'm here with a birthday boy, <laughs> Colin Cummins. Thank you. Fuck, yeah, man. That's, that's crazy and so true. They've had the past 30 years. And I just want to say, I'm telling you, man, those same people, when some black guy gets killed and they get on the internet and find out everything about him, they're the same type of people. Same type of people. DMX yeah. dies and also now you're looking for all this. They're the same type of people. Always. It's, it's weird because gross. DMX has been, he's been a wild boy. He's never, he's always, always. been unhinged. He's always. always been getting into shit, legal trouble here and there, blah, blah, blah. There's been plenty of times that you could have looked into his stuff. Not when everyone is mourning uh, him. Mourning him. They did the same thing with somebody else recently. For uh, sure, man. Who was it? You do it with everybody. Do it with me. Uh, Kobe. Kobe. They did it when Kobe died. Oh, yeah. When Kobe died, they brought up the Colorado uh, girl. And it's just like timing, guys. Timing. That was a, 
Yeah, the lady with oh, the I see everyone. I see everyone talking about how great this person was. Well, remember uh, when he was uh, thirty years ago? He had a line that I didn't like. Yeah. And okay, I don't want to jump ahead. Let's peel back a second and say initial thoughts on DMX. What did he mean to you growing up? Like, oh, were you a big fan? Fucking uh, yeah, huge fan. Is and it happened so young with that video that was like black and white. Cause it was like I forget what what his first one I, yeah yeah where everything's uh, like it's like he has his get shit. at me dog yeah 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 and like that video is just so raw it is I so raw seeing that when I was like I guess I must have been like I could have been like ten to like twelve years old mm. watching that shit and it was just insane and so fucking raw and then thirteen years old my grandmother dies we go to Barbados and fucking I get the album. Uh, flesh of my flesh, blood on my blood. Second one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's crazy looking. He's covered in blood. It's so odd. And I bring it home, and all the swearing's cut out because in Barbados, they don't allow that. Uh. And in that year, he got arrested in Barbados for swearing on stage because he's like, I'm just going to do my music. He's like, you guys aren't stopping oh, of me. Course like, I'm not, here. Yeah. <laughs> so he got arrested in Barbados. Yeah, man. Like around that time. It was funny. It was actually really funny. But yeah, I've always loved DMX. Um, uh. Didn't realize that Years ago, when uh, when I would go to Halloween parties and people would be like, "Are you DMX for Halloween?" Why? What were you wearing? No shirt. I, I would just no. I'd just be like, and a vest, one time I had vest? something that no. One time it was actually really close. I was wearing something that was striped, and some guy walks up. He's like, "Yo, belly DMX," and I'm like, "Nah, but yeah, I guess." <laughs> and I would always get insulted, but now I realize striped shirt and belly. Yeah, there's a part. There's a part where he's like in a club and he's wearing something like that. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, Belly's like, a great. That's the thing. DMX not only a great uh, rapper, amazing he was, actor. I don't know if I'd say amazing, but good. He's actor. Amazing. Was he an amazing actor? Yeah, he was really, really good. He wasn't shit. He definitely wasn't shit. And I would uh, say like he's him, like up there with I because I would say the best rapper actors are Tupac and Ella Cool J. Like I think Fifty Cent's a good one too. He's all right. But I, I like think, him. In, I think uh, two, Tupac's like Common's really, a good actor too. Common's good. He's good. Yeah. Con, yeah. Common's actually really good, and he's in TV shows and shit. Um, he gets roles. I don't know what, much of what he's in, but I think people say Andre Two Thousand is a pretty good actor as well. Nah, I, no. I think it's Tupac. Tupac. And Tupac was great because they took it. They took it to places. These guys just did little things, but like Tupac was an actor. Have you seen the movie actor. Gridlocked? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Tupac, uh, yeah. Tupac went to like drama school. That's what uh, I mean. DMX, it's even more impressive what a good actor he was because he had a crack habit. Like, let's not yeah. fuck around. The guy, yeah, he, he, it wasn't his fault. He got laced when he was a kid, but we'll, we'll talk. I'm, oh, fuck it. I brought it up already. <laughs> Thir- when DMX was 13 years old, an older gang, like guy that he would hang out with, do like, I don't know if it was a gang member. But crim- they would do crimes together, rob his, people and stuff. It was his, It's referred to as an OG. An OG. person who you learned A from guy that he really respected, like an older brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, he handed him a blunt that was laced, laced with crack. And he's like, why would you do this to me? Like, yeah. And that's a habit that he never he never kicked. Like back and forth, yeah. crack is a tough one to kick. But it is, for a guy, his whole style and his demeanor, the way he moved his head and everything, you could see the crack in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could see yeah. it. You could see it. You could see it later. Later, like when he got older, because because like he wasn't he wasn't actually doing any of that. Like when he goes like this, that's not crack. The head? No, the head? No, 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 none of that's crack. None of that. Because he doesn't do that. Like what you're doing, you you can't find an image of DMX doing that. You can find him going like this and going and talking to people and saying, but he, there's no there's no going like this. None of that. That's Stevie Wonder. 
<laughs> you don't you don't remember him going like that? He never does that. I'm telling you right now, when he talks, when he talks and he's saying, Yo, this motherfucker had to die. And then and then, and then, and then. he does that, but there's no there's no there's no crackhead head rolling. In his later interviews, there's more uh you can see your cause your speech um your speech deteriorates slowly, so you can see like stuff like that. Head movement. <laughs> let's see, let's but you're not gonna see young. It's all gonna be what the fuck? Oh. They're actually showing Oh, there's a thing called DMX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a camera thing. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> uh which is also okay, obviously DMX start, stands for Dark Man X, but when I was looking into it, when he first started out, he started as a beatbox, right? Really? And he, he named himself DMX after the drum machine, the DMX. Because ah. so when he he got into rapping in like a group home, whatever, when he was sent away one time and other people were into hip hop. He's like, okay, rapping's sick. But when he came back to his high school like or wherever his neighborhood, one of his buddies, this guy Reddy Ron, was a sick rapper that he was like, mm-hmm. yo, you're, you can beatbox? All right, let's, let's roll around together. So DMX used to beatbox for him and he'd rap on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. That's where the DMX came from. That's and then I, I guess after when he started focusing more on rapping, he's like, well, I don't want to be known as the drum kit guy. So let's make DMX stand for something. Yeah. Dark Man X. Yeah. And things got dark for him. Things got well. dark. things were dark for him. Let's let's get let's get into it. It's we, fucking. Uh, we've been we've been dancing around. Uh, oh, oh, and I will say this. Uh, just back at the get at me dog before I forget. Get at me dog. The reason that video was like black and white and so gritty. So when DMX, DMX was rapping from early nineties. I didn't even know this. Like we, I showed you one of his songs earlier yeah. today. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the song. Yeah. That song you just showed me. Um, oh, I have no idea. Born to born loser, born, born loser. Born loser. So check that one out. It, he sounds like a. He doesn't have like his patented DMX sound yet. That was like ninety one, seven years before it's dark and hell is hot even came out. But uh, in the nineties, DMX was a, you know a battle rapper. He he was a good rapper. He was respected. Yeah. And when Bad Boy was signing all these artists, he was like, "Yo, I'm a fucking one of the best in New York. Why aren't they signing me?" Yeah. And Bad Boy was mad flashy, mad like futuristic. You know what I mean? When yeah, they had their yeah, videos. Yeah, shiny so get at me, dog. He wanted to be the exact opposite of a Bad Boy thing. He's like, we're going to take it back to the streets. It's going to be fucking just black and white gritty. Yeah. And you, that's why that video is like so just you, in a club shirt off. Do you know how like he actually got discovered like before this happened? No, but I. It's fucking pa- insane. Pause on that. Cause let's 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 rewind the story a bit. It's a movie. And when we get there, <laughs> I, I just wrote Colin to is gonna describe that part because I don't know. Did you? Oh, okay. I wrote it in my notes <laughs> after you told me that it's an insane movie thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let's let's rewind. So, DMX dark. It is dark. Yeah, he had, he had a very dark past. Uh, he was born to a very young mother and father. His dad was mostly absent, and his mom used to beat the shit out of him. Like as a young kid. Um, he would get beaten by his mom and her various boyfriends, sometimes so badly that he would lose teeth and had numerous bruises and cuts on his face. They weren't even like, let's body shots. They're like, we're taking it to the face. Fucking he, that, that right there, like yeah. right when you say that, that's what got, it wasn't that OG that got him addicted to crack. It's that, that trauma right there that got him fucked up. That not only did that OG lace him when he was 13, apparently when he was seven, he had an aunt that got him drunk on vodka. So he had many loved ones people that were supposed to be there loving and caring for him that just let him down fucked him up got him fucked up all kinds of bad things right um so and he was very poor 
Uh, due to poverty, he would sleep on floor with ro- roaches and mice all over the place, like New York, you know, known for that fucking just uh, some bad living situations. You know what I mean? Um, fuck, I skipped down so far. How do I do that? That's crazy, though. Fuck. What the fuck? Why? What? Why do that to a kid? It's so weird, man. Um, I hate that shit. I hate people who talk about how they're going to hit their kids. So when he went to school, he was already a f- he was very fucked in the head. Like he, he, he had con- five years old. I'm not talking about he was getting beat when he was a teenager yeah, or like yeah. 10 year old. He was getting beat as a fucking three, four year old, like yeah. fucked up. Like how bad could that kid be that yeah. you have to beat him? It was just the mom taking out her frustrations on him. It was bad, man. Yeah. So when he was five years old, he went to school and he was already a, a head case. Yeah. He was throwing chairs around in the classroom and he stabbed another kid in the face with a pencil. Wow. Yeah. As, wow. A, as a five year old kid. That's nuts. Um, My friend's son did that. When he was about, when he was about seven, he started robbing, uh, Robbing places like robbing places for food. Uh, he and he got arrested. He went to like whatever they call like the kitty jail, whatever for for st- juvenile. St- yeah, juvenile for stealing cakes from a market. Uh, when he came home in the summer, his mom locked him in his bedroom, allowing him only to exit for trips to the bathroom. So pretty much went from like a like juvenile detention center to his mom basically making home like that. Yeah, jail. And because um, juvie is actually more open than that. And this is when he was still young, at the end of fifth grade. So he's 10 years old. That's that right there, what you're describing, is solitary confinement. That's another thing that will make you go insane. Yeah, all of this That's stuff. why they do that to fucking prisoners. It's, it's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> so fuck? at the end of uh, fifth grade, he got kicked out of school because he's still acting up in school. And his mom uh, basically tricked him into going into uh, another like detention center. She's like, oh, oh we're just going to go visit. Or it was like a group home kind of thing. Like, yeah. For for troubled kids, yeah, and uh, she's like, we're just gonna go visit, but she ended up just leaving him there, and that fucked him in the head. Of course. He, he he remembers that as like the biggest like betrayal of his life. He's ten years old. His mom takes him to a place and leaves him there for over a year, eighteen months. He was there. Fuck. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yo, that's how I felt when my mom left me at school for the first time. I can remember that shit. Really? I, heard I was like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't want to be here. Now I was so mad. <laughs> one one fucked up little like tidbit about his life growing up too is he was raised as a Jehovah's Witness and when he was uh, how 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 by who who's a Jehovah's Witness his in mom this and this is his so, mom and this is so fucked because <laughs> what the fuck even though you would think okay his mom sounds like very devilish very like ungodly uh she when he got he got hit by a drunk driver when he was a kid he got hit by a drunk driver when he was a kid <sighs> and uh, there was a court settlement. Of ten thousand dollars that his mom turned down because she's like we're Jehovah's Witness and we don't accept charity, so she's beating the fuck out of her kid. She's leaving him uh, at places for over a year because she can't deal with him. She's locking him in a room. All of that stuff, I guess, goes fine with Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, but yeah. then when it comes down to you guys getting ten thousand dollars for your son getting hit by a drunk driver, she turns it down out of respect for Jehovah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like what? It's like how do you how are you picking and choosing that shit? Your your son is sleeping on floor with mouse, and you can't take a, a Jehovah Witnesses. You are now the worst religion. You well, guys, you guys just took the spot. I don't know about that. Yeah, I just think yeah. Well, who's her, worse? Who's worse? No, but I I think her it's a person in it. I don't yeah. I don't know much about Jehovah's Witnesses to be honest. Yeah, all they care about is that door knocking quota. I guess don't accept charity. <laughs> so wait, so like, did wait. she knock on the doors or not? I don't care what she's doing with her son. So they don't pass around a collection plate in Jehovah's Witnesses. I, Maybe not. I don't know. They just go from door. I heard to door. you guys don't accept charity. You just slap the thing out. <laughs> you throw it like a frisbee. Um. <laughs> anyways, now now he's getting so that was all all before before he's even a teenager. Now 
when he turned a teenager, um, he was arrested. Oh, what was it? Oh, no, no. This is still when he's at the thing. Okay, okay. Mm. So he, when he was still enrolled in that place for 18 months, um, he actually got arrested for trying to burn the place down. Wow. The place that his mom left him for 18 months. So obviously that must have not been a nice place. He's a troubled kid. I have, I have a friend who did a lot of the same shit. And he's like a he's a wild boy. He's like Still? almost the same Still? age. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. well, like it's he's not. He's like reserved now, but it can come out like if he's do the wrong thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's really bad. But same type of shit. Like trauma, man. Trauma fucks you up, man. Yeah. As a kid, man, you gotta fucking be good to kids, man. You can't just fuck. Yeah. I hate hearing this. He um yeah. This is all before <laughs> fourteen. Now, now, now he's a teenager. So, um, tried to burn the place down. Gets arrested again. And he's, still, you know, another juvenile detention. Now he gets sent home. Now he's with his mom again. Uh, but he doesn't want to live with his mom because he's getting abused so much. So he starts living on the streets. He's sleeping in Salvation Army clothing bins. And uh, he's, he finds com- this is when he starts finding comfort in befriend- befriending stray dogs. Mm. He, you know, because <clears throat> um, he's the same thing. He, yeah. And he actually um, got arrested for robbing a dog from a junkyard. Now, oh, he took the dog. A junkyard, a, a junkyard dog? dog is usually there to protect the yard, which they're means wild. that they're wild, they're scary, they're not going to make friends with somebody that just comes in. Which means that DMX is a fucking dog whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> He's making friends with stray dogs, and not just any stray dogs, like ones that are there <laughs> to protect dog whisperer. He robbed it from a. He got <laughs> he got arrested for robbing it, which means usually the punishment of trying to get in the junkyard is getting bit by the dog. No. Yeah. He made a friend with the dog. He walked out of there with the dog, and then he got arrested. How weird is that? What did he do? I'd I love know. to see this. This is like a movie. Everything. This is fucked. Yeah, the dog, man. The dog. I and I, I uh, when he passed away, one of my friends, uh, this girl, she's, a, she's a G. You know what I mean? She's a fucking. Yeah. She's always posting like crip shit. She's a fucking. She's one of them. She's a hard body, hard body woman. I'll say. And, uh, <laughs> but she posted a you know a nice message about. DMX and one of the things she included in it is, is you're the one that made us like dogs like as like a you know the black community like you you mm. brought us more into like dogs <laughs> pit bulls like remember he was the yeah. first one walking around with pit bulls and stuff 100%. and I never thought about that but I was asking some of my buddies I'm like yeah I guess that is true like I never yeah. thought about it but fucking yeah and that was that 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 became known as like a yonkers thing because all his videos were like that and different yonker guys holding those Dirty ass chains of those huge dogs. It's crazy, yeah. It became almost like the way you see guys in Philadelphia with dirt bikes. Like it became like that kind of culture. Their thing, yeah. 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 And it spread. Like my buddy here in Toronto now has a dirt bike. You know what I mean? And he's like, he's doing wheelies in the street and shit. Mm. Shit, culture, like shit like that spreads. And yeah, I guess it was DMX to do that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I know. That's facts. It's crazy. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so amazing guy with dogs. Well, let's let's say that. Like, fucking might not be a good people person. Uh, but so now he's in high school. So he's already been in and out of juvie, getting arrested, all this before even being in high school. In high school, he was the second fastest kid on his track team. That was cool. But he barely went to class. He actually uh, attended school just to rob people. He ended up robbing three. By the, by the time he was, like, in grade 10, 11, he was robbing three people a day. Like that's what I used to do. So he turned robbery. <laughs> he, did you really all day? That was like my that was like my main thing because the people I rolled with they would do that. So it got to the point where I would just go to school to do that. I would just go to school to get weed, do that, and then go home. How would you rob people? You just take them to the washroom. So like, give me your shit. Yeah. 
So he <laughs> he apparently uh, used like his pit bulls as like a weapon. Oh fuck! So he's like, oh, I, fuck. I, I don't need. A, he's like, I don't need a gun. And he wasn't even like that. He said he didn't even have to be that aggressive about it. He would just go up to people with a dog and he'd be like, "Yeah, give me your shit." You don't like it. it it's weird message. You don't have to be too aggressive. Yeah, you're just, just like because like, they're kind of like they don't know what's going on. And they're yeah. like, they don't know how far you're willing to take it. So. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, yeah, that's when I was young. I was like 14. I was just trying to get some money, smoke weed. I didn't want to be a burden on my mom. I wanted to get some clothes, some Mecca shit. Mm. Remember Mecca? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his his first big score, uh, his first big score, he stole a lady's purse, got $1,000 in it, and he ended wow. up buying a leather collar for his dog and uh, a pair of Timberlands for himself. Fuck, and DMX was born. Yeah, that's I know. literally the look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the fucking dog a nice car. Yo, that is so good. Um, yeah, man. And uh, okay, so there's another time he went to jail. Like, there's so many times he went to jail that uh, it's hard to keep track. But I know there's one time he went to jail when he was in high school that he he ended up escaping escaping from the j- juvenile detention center. Did you hear about that one? <laughs> Bro, this shit. They can't even be a movie. It have to be a TV series. Yeah, it's a lot. There's it's a so lot. much. It's hard. Like I went through it. We can't fit everything into this episode. DMX had such a life, and I want to get to his music, but like, let's just—I just wanted to paint the picture of like how troubled his childhood was growing up, and uh, it is pretty cool that he escaped from from a, a detention center. Like, not many people do that, so good for him. No, not many people do that. <laughs> good better, for him. Better Pro. than <laughs> Yeah, instead of trying to burn the place down, this time he's like, okay, I tried burning the last place down. This time I'm just gonna run away from. Yeah, he's like, no need to be too aggressive yeah. this time. Pro. <laughs> You escaped from prison? I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> Shows your mind, you know? Uh, b- but prison was also... All these times where he got sent away, mm-hmm. and uh, whereas when he started embracing rap more. Like, the first time he got sent away to a detention center, he met other kids into hip-hop. He's like, oh, we can rap? All right, sick. Let's rap. Yeah. Another time he got sent away uh, after being that Ready Ron's beatboxer. This time he got sent away, and he's like, fuck it. I'm going to start writing my own shit. And that's when he got like obsessed with like writing his own raps and everything, really? and uh, Yo, really crazy. leaned into it. So that the that time when he came out, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna focus on rapping myself." Now, in the early '90s, I don't know when he got discovered. So I I wrote, "Okay, Colin, tell me <laughs> yeah, the story about when he got discovered." Because I don't want to skip past. So that. this is this is like I was I remember I I watched this so long ago. I, I should have pulled up the actual clip of it, yeah. but there's this guy and he's talking about, he's a Def Jam executive because he didn't actually sign the bad boy, right? Like you were talking yeah. about, he actually got signed to Def Jam. So when they started hearing about this guy, it must have been through this dude that's a good rapper that you're talking about because yeah. there was a battle spot in Yonkers and okay. these white executives are like, how do we get to this DMX character? Uh. They're like, you have to go there. They're like, there's no other way to find them. They're like, you have to be here. He only shows up there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what? Otherwise, happened? you can just meet him getting robbed on the yeah, street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just wear a big you chain. Guy, you see the guy with the pit bull? He's gonna come up to you, ask you for your money, yeah. and then give him your business card just at the start, same time. Start a conversation. Right yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> so basically, these white executives, and he's talking about this. He's like, we had to go to the battle spot, but word got around that these executives were coming to the battle spot and they were there. X had got his fucking jaw broken or something. He had his jaw wired shut. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I'm not going to fucking miss this. Okay. So he goes to the battle spot and um, the executives are there and he's like, they're like, you can't talk? And he's like, he's like, no, nah, yeah. So he just starts rapping. He's like, fuck it, I'm just going to rap. And he's rapping and as he's rapping, you're hearing bing, He's, Bing, they're breaking. Come on. The braces are breaking as he's going. And he's That's doing crazy. Whole, and he's tough rapping. And they're like, this is the rawest thing we've ever seen. 
Like they were just they were like they were just in awe of how like raw it was. And they say when he walked in, it was like the sea parted. Everybody parted because everybody knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. When fucking DMX came in, and he came to the front of it, like the front of everybody, and he just started doing that rap shit. <clears throat> and uh, that was it. That is crazy. Admit, they were like they were like get this guy. I didn't even yo, fucking sign. That story's wild, yo. Fucking the that fucking a, wiring shit. Yeah, yeah the wiring shit. started breaking because he's just like fuck it. And then by the end of the rap, he's fucking just giving it to us all. Yeah. Uh, the reason he <laughs> do you know how he got his jaw wired shut? That's a pretty crazy story too. Really? So you know that? Yeah, yeah. So basically, he was robbing so many people that he kind of lost track of like who you, like you would run into people in the street like oh fuck I robbed you. Yeah. So anyways, he's. He says that he stole a coat off a guy that apparently stole the coat off another guy. So he's like, I was, he's like, he's like, can you move that? Can you move that? Oh, fuck it. So he ended up getting, he ended up getting beat up, like jumped by the guys that um, the coat originally got stolen from. He's yeah, like, true. He's like, he's like, he's like, these guys came up to me and they're like, oh, that's my jacket. And he's like, well, I stole it off another guy. And they're like, all right, come over here and talk to us. And he's like, I'll go with them. And I was like, I didn't steal it from them. Like, I didn't think they had a problem with me. I thought they wanted to kind of find out who yeah, yeah, yeah. who I got it off of. Yeah, but yeah. nah, like, they basically let him down a dark corner and they just beat the fuck out of him. Like, oh, fuck. To, to the point where his face was beyond recognition. So, fuck. But when DMX tells the stories, he, he's like, he's like, it's crazy. He's like, I, I rub a coat off this guy. He wraps it off another guy. I get beat up for him. Of all the times I rob people, I'm going to like, beat up for somebody else's shit. Yeah, yeah. That's actually fucking funny, but that's how it happens. That's how it always happens. Now, uh, like I said, the the early '90s. I I don't even though I'm a, I consider myself a big DMX fan. My my fandom starts at "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." I didn't look into what he was doing before that. So in the early '90s, he was doing like the battles, the fucking, uh, and and the Source magazine praised him on their unsigned hype column. Uh, in in 1992, uh, Columbia Records signed him. To their uh, to their label called Rough House, which I don't know mm. if it became Rough Riders, but that's where they released his debut single, Born Loser, and he had another single single called Make a Move. So, guys, check those songs out. But you're not gonna hear that patented DMX sound. He wasn't, he didn't know himself as an artist yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could tell at that point he was probably trying to sound like a a Rockem or a LL Cool J. Like it sounded like that New York like fucking yeah, that, smooth flow. Yeah, that patented New yeah. York boom bap style. Because he changed way, way, uh, a lot since then, obviously. And just to say, he's the only one that in in his career who got compared to Tupac. Not other, no other artists really get compared to Tupac. He was like, they were like directly comparing him to Tupac. Really? Yeah, with the way his, because because if you look at his work, even if you listen to it, it's more poetry than it is rap. But it's almost like I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but it's almost like he's better than Tupac because he can really ride a beat where Tupac was like more like melody and like around the beat but he wouldn't ride it dmx See, could ride the beat like a new york dude yeah but he was also spitting that deep deep poetry when shit. I, like there's so many times i'll hear a rapper and i'll be like oh this must be who inspired him mm-hmm. oh i hear like a little bit of he's a this mixed with that yeah dmx in my opinion i can't point to anyone that he's like i got inspiration from this guy no. and since dmx i can't point to anyone that i'm saying this guy's trying to sound like dmx yeah, if no. there is anyone trying they're not getting their music out there to be heard because he was so different. Like, yeah, so different. Like, like, yeah, it was poetry mixed with like, like, yeah, like he's weird. He's hard. His voice, his voice, obviously was very unique, but his flow was unique. And from a guy that was talking so hard, like, like to be that lyrical is crazy too. Yeah. Now, on his debut album, it's dark and hell is and hell is hot. The one track 
that he kicks it off with is Rough Riders Anthem. That Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> but that song almost never made it on the album. Did you know that? Really? So, it's Dark and Hell, uh, Hell is Hot. Every other song you'll hear, and it's very lyrical, very like, he's really uh, telling a story, this mm-hmm. and that. Rough Riders Anthem is probably the simplest yeah, song. Of course. What? It's like a fucking just very simple. It's perfect. Like a chant. Yeah. Now, he didn't like that. He didn't want to do that. That's not him. Oh, so, really? Swiss Beats was the nephew of um, Rough Riders, like their their owners. He was their their nephew. Like their oh, he was their nephew, and that's he how had, Swiss is connected. They were making him learn how to produce off the other two producers on the album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had a couple of things, but like they were like, he's not that good yet. Now, when he dropped that one, they're like, this song could actually go on the album. So the, they were really pushing for DMX to put a track on that. Yeah. DMX was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's too simple. It's too simple for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So the the guy that owned Rough Riders, he's like, let's play a card game. And if you lose, you have to do a song on it. Yeah. And DMX loved cards. He loved gambling. So he made the bet. <laughs> he made the bet and he lost. And the and then he's like, I wrote that song in 15 minutes. He's like, it was like <laughs> elementary. It's like ABCs. That song. And when you think about it, compared to other DMX songs, that is a very simple flow. Yeah. Like, Got them all like, ooh, I'm gonna, next time. Yeah. You hear this, dog, rhyme? Try to keep your mind on getting pussy yeah. and prime. Exactly. <laughs> like so it's really easy. He, he felt like that flowing on that was like beneath him. But wow, great thing. I'm so glad that he ended up doing it because. The best song. Crazy song. With just that. The way it even just kicks off. And shout out to Swiss Beats, that being his first uh, right. beat on any record. Like Swiss Beats ended up being a great producer, but Insane. that was the infancy of Swiss Beats. He w- he didn't have yeah. – he was still learning. He was still he was literally learning how to be a producer and on that. now that you say that, that is a Swiss Beats kind of thing. He always does that. What? What? Like he always has like a little thing like that in his tracks yeah, where yeah. people can get pumped up to it. Apparently that's It's like the nicest thing to do for white people. Really? Of course. Well, think about how got- many times he says nigger in the song. You just say what? what? That's all you got to say back. Not what? like these rappers today. They're all mean and shit. Get you on stage, say nigger, and then you're canceled and shit. Yeah. Remember uh, the movie Down to Earth? You seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down to Earth where Chris Rock, he, he <laughs> dies as a black man. He comes back as an old white man, and uh, but he's still- has his soul, yeah, and uh, when he sing, that song comes on in that movie, and he starts <laughs> rapping along with it. And gets oh punched, yeah, it is that song. And gets punched in the face. Yeah, true. That's a tough song to sing without singing the N word. Bro, to be you honest. just say what? DMX, he, he had it all planned out for you guys. Nicest. No, I just ever. wait for the chorus. Stop, drop, <laughs> shut him down, open can, up. But shop. you can say the what and just oh. be right there. You know, DMX, and not just that song, but a couple songs that are like so gangster that like so hard like what he's talking about like it's just like you know robbing killing fucking people up that you wouldn't think that you could bump it in a club and dance to it but that one uh party up in here party up in here here we go party up in here is like you what he's talking about and the the feeling it gives you are two totally different things (laughs) you know what i mean yeah uh (laughs) hundred <laughs> percent if 100%. i'm about to bring it to you then i better be quick uh, suck my dick like yeah. but you're in the club just like dancing yeah, exactly. to it having a good time like exactly y'all gonna make me lose my mind up, up in, in here because because i heard him talking about that song and he's like yeah it ended up being a club song it ended up being at like 
gr- elementary school dances. That was at really? my grade eight dance. Really? We were playing par- Party Up in Here. I'm sure it was a safe version. But DMX <laughs> is like, that song is so disrespectful. He's like, when I rapped it, it was so disrespectful. But <laughs> but it ended up just being like that, like pop, poppy, like. Yeah, that sound. People like it. Like, yeah, people, because people, that's how you get when you're in the club. That's how you roll into the club with that mentality. That was Swiss Beats as well. Yeah. One, two, meet me outside. Meet me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Swiss Beats, where he got that from was uh, before he came back to New York, he was living in Atlanta and the marching bands. He's mm. like, he's like, I wanted to incorporate that that uh, and getting like the crowd chance into it yeah that's where swiss beats got that it's cool how like all this stuff comes together but um since we do tell the pros and cons and so far we've been very kind to dmx all the way through even we're talking about him robbing people three times a day we're barely talking about it being a bad thing um we will say okay so it's dark and hell is hot one of the things that people are coming at him for this this was 1998 he had a line he had a line that was (laughs) <laughs> unsavorable uh unsavory unsavory at best i'll say um it's on a song called x is coming for you and, oh is that what you're just listening to yeah and um when i saw the article about people are trying to cancel dmx yeah they said lgbt and feminists over homophobic lyrics which i'm like okay i definitely remember him having some homophobic lyrics but then they said and rape and I was like, don't tell me DMX raped somebody. No, no, he didn't rape anyone. But he did have a rape line. Yeah, he had a rape line. And Definitely. his rape line was not only rape, it was about raping a at least a 16-year-old. He said, oh, as long as she's over 15. Now, I'll say the line. So the line was, because uh, I ain't knocking on the door. I'm coming in the house. I'm com- And I'm gunning for your spouse. Trying to send that bitch back to her maker. And if you got a daughter older than 15... I'm a raper. <laughs> now you, you like <laughs> that song wasn't one of my favorite DMX songs. And I, and I didn't even remember that lyric when I heard it. I'm like, Oh, DMX. Damn. But when I try and justify it, because he's one of my favorite, the way I'll justify it is two guys in a bar. They want to fight. Now all they're going to do is punch and kick each other. But chances are one of the guys going to be like, I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you. He's not actually going to kill him. But for two guys in a bar who are w- willing to throw hands, I'll kill you Listen. is the threat that goes above. Now, for DMX, a guy that will kill you, a guy that might kill you, he has to. his threat has to be above a kill threat. <laughs> so his threat is I'll rape your daughter in front of you. Now, no. he won't actually do it, It's not, but, yeah, but, the, but the threat. What you're there. talking about is Mike Tyson saying, I'm going to eat your children. I'm going to eat your children. He's not going to eat your children. He just wants you to understand that he is fucking serious about beating the shit out of you. I'm going to have your mom cleaning my driveway on her hands and knees. She's not I'm not going to actually do it, but it just yeah. sounds like a threat. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's it's that type of thing. It's a, in an interview where there's a reporter actually questioning him, not about this lyric, but in lyrics in general. He's like he's like this is slick talk. He's like he's like this is like this is part of it. He's like part of this whole thing is slick talk. What's that mean? He's like he's like you have to talk you have to talk slick. You have to, you have to he's like talking about pulling people in yeah. to what you're saying. And making it like, uh, making it not cool, but like I don't know, something that people would grab onto, like something that pops out. He's like, he's like, you're talking slick, but that's what rap is. You talk slick. You don't always have the best clothes, but you talk like you do. Mm. You don't always have the greatest cars, but you talk like you do. It's yeah, slick yeah. talk. You know what I mean? It's like right now, if we started talking about our bodies, I would start talking about my body like I had an eight pack. If we were like just making jokes about each other, I'd be like, bro, I'm in pristine condition. What are you talking about right here? You know what I mean? And then you'd be like, blah blah blah. And I talk about something about you. 
like the fucking tattoo you have on your ass of a fucking four-leaf clover. Not yet, but yeah, I, I get your point. Anyway, so it is slick talk. I, uh, I'm just saying, like, if so you want, what, what people want to cancel him for this, for this. Uh, that's, that's what the article came up. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. This one, and we and, don't have to go through all this justifying stuff. It's not going to happen. You're not canceling DMX. He just died. And listen, in the black community, he's very, very, very looked upon fondly mm. as somebody. Even Charlemagne was talking about it the other day. It's not even about rap. X, like he was talking about because he's actually met X. He's like, X could just come up for no rap, for no reason. And it's just amazing to be around him. So I'm no, not going to take this as a literal lyric. And I'm definitely not going to support anybody who's trying to cancel him. For yeah, that. him as a person. And, um, and also, I just want to say, LGBTQ community, there's a lyric that he has that's pro-LGBT. What is it? It's in the Rough Riders anthem. What is it? He says, I'm going to have to show niggas how easily we blow niggas. That's it. Okay. Okay. Don't do there, that. There, balance. Now, what? Yeah. That's a real lyric. You know that? Yeah, but he means shoot. Does he? Blow, yeah. I don't know. 100% he does. <laughs> uh, don't disrespect DMX. Like that. <laughs> that. Miss, miss DMX with that gay shit. <laughs> but we, you we'll know what I that. mean? We'll get to that one. But, but you know what I mean? The point is, the point is this, this lyric here. Is it's a song all about X is coming for you. It's supposed to be he's trying. It's supposed to be a threatening song. Listen, it's one, two. X is coming for you. Three, four. Better lock, lock your door. door. Five, six. Grab your crucifix. Seven. Eight. You're like he's hey, don't stay up late. Fucking boogeyman. Exactly. Like in this song, he's exactly. trying to show you that he's. It's like in Jay Z's song. Jay Z yeah. has a song called Threats. He's like, I'll put that knife to you. I'll take a little bit of life from you. Mm. Do you think Jay Z's actually doing that to anybody? Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. He let's, he oh. talks about how he's going to take a four or five, and he's going to have another one. He's going to blow your head. Jay Z's not actually doing that. And I will say this: there's a, <laughs> there's a later album where DMX is still like talking some threatening stuff, but he's talk, like about like I'll fuck you up, blah blah blah. But he also says I leave women and children out of it. Yeah, Scarface. He said, type he said that in a he said that in a future uh, album. So it's like yeah, okay. So maybe he looked back on that. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have talked about raping that 15-year-old girl. So this time when I rap the song. <laughs> older than 15. Older. Because she's older York, than 15. the age of consent is 16. And that's so fucking She passed fucking the age weird. of consent. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. That's so um, weird. I didn't know that in New York. Now. And that's uh, why he said older than 15. Yeah. It's weird. That's uh, so weird. It is weird. But anyways. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of lyrics like that. There's a lot yes. of. There, you're going to find a lot of and, lyrics where. Oh, and saying. like you were saying. And also, it's like, fuck, man. Like, I, I hate I hate when this stuff comes up because it's like, I don't want to say cherry picking, but like, w- there's no outrage about the black on black violence he's talking about. Like, that's welcomed. Mm. You know what I mean? But then he says something like that. And now all of a sudden this whole group, like, like the things yeah, they yeah, focus yeah, yeah. on. is Like, just, OK, he has a line about I don't I don't want to shake hands with a gay man. But then he has other lines about I'm going to murder these people and stuff like that. And it's like. Okay, yeah, he doesn't want to want to shake hands with you, but he's gonna kill that guy. Yeah, it's it's weird, and he made these albums in the nineties, so you're gonna have to you're well, gonna, you're gonna have to suck it up. Not and, not and, the other one. And where where's El, where are all these people when it comes to Archie Bunker? Why aren't they canceling Archie Bunker? Ah, uh, because he's white, and he's fucking looked upon so fondly. I thought you were gonna say, and he's funny. <laughs> but DMX is funny too. He's kind of funny, Archie. Uh, DMX. Oh, I, just like you were saying, uh, Charlemagne saying. He's just like people love his presence and everything. Yeah. Um, I will say like that like that day where he passed away. I w- I was listening to 
a radio station that was giving a DMX tribute all day, having people call in that knew him, different rappers, different people that just had crossed paths with him. So many nice stories about the guy. Like For everyone sure. says he gave the best hugs. He'd always hug you like mm-hmm. you never know if you're going to see him again. Like just a really like warm, embracing person. Like, yes, he did have trouble with uh, drugs. Yes, he did have like mental problems. But when it came to just showing love and being nice, like very charitable guy, yeah. spent money like like he made money like crazy in the 90s. But apparently he he wasn't one of those guys that's buying lots of cars, big houses and stuff. No. There was times in New York where in his in his city where a church needed like donations or this this uh, group home needed stuff like he was very charitable, extremely charitable, True. almost to his detriment, to be honest. True. He really uh, was more about helping people than helping himself in yeah. his life. And that uh, didn't work out too good for him in certain senses, like Rough Riders. OK, Rough Riders was not his brand. Like he got signed to it. It wasn't his original camp, but he got signed to it now. But he's the one that put them on the map. Yeah. He's the one that made them 100% big. He made it so, everything. Set, record setting. Two two first albums platinum. Five first albums. He's the only rapper ever to have fi- his five first albums. Only solo artist. Not even rapper. Only solo artist ever to have his first five albums go platinum. Wow, really? Yes. What now, the fuck? Which is unreal. And uh, so when he... Made Rough Riders that big, made them all that money. He asked for a piece of Rough Riders. He asked for a percentage. Yeah. And I was watching the like this documentary about it, and and they were like, oh well, DMX had so many legal troubles that we, that we had to keep him out of that we never recoup from. So like like we like, and I'm like, bro, never who the fuck are Rough Riders without DMX? So like, what do you mean you didn't recoup it? How about those first five albums, the tours, everything? Like you definitely made enough money off this guy's back to to justify giving him a piece of the, the guy company. sold more than fifty million albums. Unreal hard copies. We're not talking about streams. Yeah. We're not talking about symbols, uh, singles. We're talking about actual albums. It's Walk unreal. into the store and buy that shit. It's unreal how. <laughs> and, okay, <sighs> when somebody dies, and I seen some people saying like, "Oh, the game put out like you know pretty much like a, I like I want love while I'm alive, not after I'm dead." Yeah. Give your give some people their flowers while they're alive. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy that I have been giving this guy his flowers while he's alive. My IG live show, Jammies does it from the end of the earth. I've asked many people who your top five rappers are. And I've mentioned DMX is in my top five at least on ten different lives over the past year. <laughs> and good. sometimes people have been like, Whoa, really? DMX is in your top five? The two that I always get pushback on is DMX and Juicy J. Juicy J is a story for another day. But DMX, I think rightfully is is in the argument for top five rappers of all time. Hundred percent. And uh, to be this this hard, like t- so hard that DMX, or sorry, that Bad Boy wouldn't sign him because they're like this guy's too hard for us. But yeah. he ends up having songs that are being played at grade eight dances. Yeah. So like you know what I mean? Very versatile. Very versatile. Very versatile. Very smart. Just had yeah. that. Just had that wildness in him. Wild. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Uh, now I will say, uh, just as we we have to go through the pros and cons, so I will say the other lyric that they're trying to cancel him from. And I will, I'll say this: this guy put out how big is DMX's discography? I think he has about ten albums, about ten albums, and they only found two songs where they're gonna get nitpicky about. So I mean, this guy put out, let's say, ten albums, let's say eighty minutes an album. So, uh, ten times six—that's six hours. He put out, he put out almost like. 10 hours of music on albums and yeah probably and yeah. let's just i'm just a wild guest and you guys found 40 seconds that you want to cancel them for <laughs> and that's if they understood all the lyrics 
So There's a lot of white people who don't understand Larry. This one, uh, <laughs> it said, last I heard y'all, what? We're having sex with the same, and I'm just going to say what for the N-words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> last I heard y'all, what? We're having, was having, having sex with the same sex. I show no love to homo thugs. Empty out, reloaded, and throw more slugs. How are you going to explain fucking a man? Even if we squash the beef, I ain't touching your hand. I don't bunk with chumps. For those who've been j- been to jail, that's the cat with the Kool-Aid on his lips and pumps. I don't fuck with what? Wow. That's a fucking hard line. What? That's a really hard line. They say I don't bunk with chunks for those who've been to jail because, like, that's what they say about dudes in jail. Yeah. And then he's saying that's the cat with the because in Kool Aid, I mean in in jail when you're a dude who's um, homosexual, yeah, like and you like or not even homosexual, like some guys are like drag queens, okay, but now they're in jail. So the way that they'll put on lipstick is they'll take the Kool Aid and they'll like rub it, rub it, rub it, rub it, and so uh-huh. the lips get really red. Uh-huh. And that's how they put on lipstick, and they'll wear like heels, things that are like higher. Oh wow, they'll make themselves look like females because they're trying to yeah. like, get down. And he doesn't fuck with people <clears> that <throat> think they dr- they broads. <laughs> Only way to be one way. That's the dog. Wow! See, like this is this is this is the thing with this mm. when he's talking about this. Ah, do, do you want me to go there? I'm gonna I'm gonna get go a there. conspiratorial for you guys. Yes. Um, there's an interview. He talks about this. There, there's a th- where I start. Okay, there's a thing called buck breaking that they they'll do to black men sometimes that are in the media. They they buck break them. They put them through things that are embarrassing. Like when DMX was in jail, he had to wear pink like all the time, pink underwear and pink shirts. Yeah, I heard about that. He was pissed about it. Yeah. So they do stuff like that. So when he's talking about this, I don't know that he's just talking about gay people. I think he's talking about the line of people who are in hip hop who are like like that and hide it, because that's what it sounds like he's talking about. I show no love to homo thugs. Yeah, and because because a lot of these dudes are like that on the low, mm. like. I'm not gonna name anybody, but you can look at some rappers today, and you're like, "Oh, that guy just hasn't come out yet." Name he, one that you think he was talking about. <laughs> oh, that he was talking about? No, I won't name one that I think he's talking about. But uh, you can look at today because I'm not scared of the kids of today. Because yeah. the guys that you're talking about, I'm still scared of. I really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think he's talking about. Uh, I think he's talking about that more so than anything. I don't think he's referring to the gay community in that sense uh-huh. because these gentlemen who he's talking no, he's talking about, about so, homo thugs. Yeah, like like which is not like you don't see many homo thugs at the gay pride parade. Cause no, cause you don't see like when he's talking, he's talking about guys on the DL, guys on the DL who it's like, how did how did you get on? How did you become a rapper? Uh. There's some guys who do it one way, and there's some guys who do it another way. Mm. And I think he's talking about those guys because those guys do it for money. They don't do it for their sexual preference. They're doing it for money. Wow, to get on. That's crazy. So I th- I think he's talking about those guys because in this interview where he's talking about the pink shirts, he touches on that a little bit. Yeah. Like why he's in jail. He's like he's like I didn't really do anything to get in jail. He's like he starts talking about it and lyrics like this stuff like that. Like if we look at the years, probably soon after he went to jail. Because as soon as you start well, talking, he was always about, in and out of jail. As soon as you start talking about certain things, but this was like a, a stint and a half where he was wearing the pink and like they threw him in for no reason. They were really getting at him. This was like a different moment for him. Yeah, I heard about that. He he went to jail, and he's like, when the when he was wearing pink, he's like, I used to not care about coming to jail. It's like whatever, I'll be the life of the party, da da da, have fun. Mm-hmm. But he's like, now they got me wearing pink. He's like, what is this? What is this? Well, he's like, why? And it's like when you look at it, like I mean, again, these are all conspiracies, conspiracies that somebody else came up with. But uh. the feminization of black men um, is like on the rampant, 
uh, in society, and mm. it started all the way back then. And it's just another form of buck breaking. Like anytime you see like some famous black man who's stepping out of line, they get buck broken. Like you've seen it happen, Snoop Dogg, Dave Chappelle, and fucking DMX. Everybody, like it happens. You see it all the time. They'll say something. They'll say a bunch of things that are against a certain narrative, uh, and then. Yeah, they go to jail. Yeah, so you uh, LGBT by POCs and everything. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you group trying What's to. What's a by POC? I think it's like black and indigenous people. Oh, true, 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 true. That's me. They, they like to link up. I always see them trying to sneak into each other's uh, into each other's uh, <laughs> movements. It's nah, like, nah, oh, nah, you guys nah, are nah. doing Black Lives Matter over here. Can we put a bracket in the middle and put lesbians and trans, please? Listen, listen, listen. It's not everybody. It's everybody leeches off of black people. Everybody, mm. everybody finds the black struggle, and they say, "What lies, man?" Oh, Ooh, okay. okay, I got yeah, that. Yeah, your symbol's pretty cool. Can what we put it? a blue? Can we, we put, got a you black black fist? I'm gonna yeah. Can I'm we put, put trans? Can we put trans in there? Every single. Can we, can, every, we, can, you, can you guys fit a T in that acumen? Right, like <laughs> everybody, everybody does that. No, you can look at any movement. No justice, no peace comes from fucking uh, Jamaica, like directly from Jamaica. Mm. Like they, they um, everybody just leeches off. Now, okay, okay. So DMX does have a long list of uh, troubles with the law. So I'm just gonna try and read through them quick, because uh, that's the cons. You know what I mean? There's pros, there's cons. Let's see what he really did that was so bad. So there's weapons charges uh, in '98. There's uh, possession of marijuana 2000. So so far, who, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, that's marijuana again in 2002. Uh, oh, oh. He did a criminal impersonation. He impersonated an FBI officer once. <laughs> uh, that, bro, that's not a con, bro. That was him working on his acting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Come on. Uh, cocaine possession in 2004. 70 days in jail for violating parole. Listen, how many of you have never had cocaine in your possession? Yeah. <laughs> Looking right at the camera. Uh, first right. one that might be a little bit bad. Uh, what? Animal cruelty charges. Attem- but it was because he barricaded himself inside his... Cave Creek home in Arizona, so I guess that was cruel to be an animal to barricade it in with you. But they just oh, dogs, they just threw bro. that one in on it. They're like, you had a dog in there. Yeah, of course. We're trying to get your drugs, bro. We're trying That's to get cool. you put in jail. Is yeah, there yeah. a dog in there? Cool, done. Uh, drug possession again. Uh, aggravated assault. Uh, drug probation. All I'm trying to say is we read through uh, the first twenty years and. There ain't no rape, guys. There ain't no rape, and I'm happy no, to tell you that. There's no, there's no rape. He didn't need to. He didn't need to. Uh, a lot of women uh, adored DMX. Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of women adored him. Yeah. Uh, driving with other driver's license. The guy had tax fraud. Oh, there's one time his his girl took him to court for ten thousand dollars missed uh, child support t- payment for one month. Ten thousand dollars for one month. She, he had three kids with her. He had four kids with, but one was over one was over twenty. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't count that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the fuck? Are, like, I get like child support is based off how much money you make, but that's unreasonable. Like, that's not child support. That's child spoiling. Texas, ten thousand dollars. Go bro. to Texas. Ten thousand dollars. You could be a billionaire. They won't charge you more than twenty five hundred dollars a month for child support per kid. No, I think it's just straight. I don't know if it's per kid, but you won't pay. Either way, that's more reasonable because no one, no one should be living off more than twenty five hundred a month. So, the fact that DMX was expected to pay ten thousand dollars for three children, it's crazy, man. It's not fair. 
No, it's not. No, those situations usually aren't fair when they process the money. If you're a little bit famous, it's not fair. It's not fair. A lot of these guys, like, I know it happens to football players a lot, which your career is not that long as a football player. Like, some guys are lucky to go 10 years. A lot, I think the average is, like, three to five years. Mm-hmm. So if you're having kids and you get child support set up when you're in the NFL. They're, like, $40,000 a and, month. And then you get, and then you're out of the NFL in five years. That's not fair. It's, like, this could have been your time shit. to adjust it but also this could have been your time to create savings to create to create wealth Free and kids. and but you're forced to give all that away which it's not fair it's just not fair no no it's not it's never is That's it's why not there's support bro. and then there's spoiling you don't need to spoil every child like you want to put a roof over their head do you want them to live comfortably yes no that can be seen as theft it's not even it's not even spoiling because you're the, that money doesn't go to the kids Okay, that, yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> that money's not going to the kids. I'm just saying, like, not and, and I, like not all of it. You know, uh, it's like five grand for the kids, five grand for me. Yeah, so most of his stuff Terrible. is most of his. He has tons of a list of crimes. You guys are go to his Wikipedia if you want to check it out. But t- comment on our page. Tell me what what he did that was that bad. Like, listen, you don't you, you don't you have robbed to, people when he was a kid. He got rich. He didn't he didn't rob that many people anymore. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I did it too. When, when I didn't need to anymore, I stopped. Like, what, what can you do? Um, he, and plus everything that he went through. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is how you are. After you go through shit like that, this is this is the fucking track record that you'll leave behind. I've never not seen it happen. I know so many guys yeah. that are like just out there wild, ready to go. And fucking, they all have backgrounds like this. Um, like in their, in their childhoods, like just fucked up. <clears throat> I did see one... Uh, complex article they they have the 15 most dmx moments ever so there's the time where he dmx impersonated <laughs> a federal agent um it was a bad month for dmx the pair of indictments stemmed from an oddball arrest where he impersonated a federal agent before crashing his car so uh yeah cra- impersonating a federal agent i guess that's one way to try and get out of an accident you crash your car they cut they roll up to you and you're like, oh i'm fbi don't worry about it uh dmx caused a car crash that involved the police car. Basically, he crashed into a, one police car and it crashed into another police car. Like, that sucked. Uh, that's kind of their fault. Uh, oh, DMX used to diss pre- President Barack Obama just for his name. He's just like, what the fuck is a Barack? And he's like, that's a dumb name. He, See? Uh, he, he called the name bullshit several times throughout the interview. He's like, Barack, that's a bullshit name. <laughs> he didn't I'm know t- anything about him as a person. This is 2008 before he was president. I'm just t- when he heard that there was a black guy running for president, he's like, what the fuck is Barack? I'm telling you, man, he's been against agenda the whole time, and that's why he's had to live the life that he lives. He's been against agenda? The whole agenda of things that are going on. Mm. Every other rapper at that time was like, I love this Barack character. You haven't met him. I am going to vote for him, and you should do the same. Please go and do that, black people. Uh. And DMX is like, this is a bullshit name, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't even understand. Like, what's a Barack? Like, what we really, like, what, like, what happened to, like, Carl? We can't get Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't get <laughs> Earl. His name was Earl. Earl um, Simmons. I love that name. Oh yeah, and and uh, he he compared Drake's talent to a washing machine. See, he's always been against. He the said, um, always. He said he, he's like he's talented, but his sound is redundant, like a washing machine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's talented. That guy sounds like a washing machine. He's got talent, yeah. But, I mean, it's a little like a washing machine, you know? Mm. Uh, Fast he, cycle. He crashed a wedding party. Um, 
But this was just nice. Holy fuck. That's a pro. Good oh, God. No, that was a pro. That Do you a... know how happy I would be? I'm not saying bad D- thing. I know, I know. Yeah. Fuck, if DMX crashed my yeah. wedding, oh my God. Yeah. I'd be like, get him drunk as fuck. I'd just be like, everybody, get him drunk as fuck. Let's go. I want him to try and slap my wife right now. So he just <laughs> he basically saw a wedding party getting on a party bus, and he just went on the party, party bus, and uh, and he just, he just like performed a song for them. He's just like, yo, <sighs> X go and give it to you. Whew. How happy I would be. Oh, in front of my girlfriend's white family. DMX is <laughs> X yeah. gonna give it to you. What? X uh, gonna live it to you. He threatened to piss on George Zimmerman's face. Bro. I'm Bro. gonna whip out my dick See, and piss on him. Right in his motherfucking face. So, again, against the narrative. What other rapper you heard either talk talk about him? All these rappers who are ready to go, who have mm. people who are ready to go. George Zimmerman is not not dead. Okay, cool. DMX, I'm gonna piss in the guy's face. He's just so he always been against the narrative that everybody rolls with. He drove a cab just for jokes. <laughs> DMX showed off his quirky sense of humor earlier this year when he when he was filmed driving a cab in the Bay Area. He was leaning out the w- window, complaining himself to be a lawyer, and he said he doesn't even have a license, but he's a cab driver now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd be so uh, happy. He tried eating dog food. What? Like, come on. What's going on with dog owners? You're going to tell me these white people are opening mouth kissing their dogs and they haven't tried dog food? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're going to try and tell me? I think so. Huh, I, I, huh, Sarah? You're going to really try and tell me you never took one of these things and just went, <laughs> and just gave it a little lick? Bullshit. But yeah, yeah man. Um, life, a life well lived. Very. Uh, have you seen all his movies? Because I, I thought I did, but... I saw but the one with one, Jet Li. Yeah, Cradle saw. to the Grave, I have that one. Uh, um, belly. Ex- Exit Wounds is a good one. Exit Wounds, I've seen. Belly is classic, classic. Uh, let's see, what is IMDb? Because he had, he had a couple movies that I I haven't seen. There was one where he's like the, where he's like the main character, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that one. I've got to check it out. Uh, what was it called? Bro, when this guy died, when I actually... I was on the way to work. I was on the Allen... When I found out that he died, mm. I, li- I literally started crying. Really? Eh? Yeah, yeah, right away. I was like, fuck. Because I was hoping he didn't. He actually died the same way my buddy Gidon died, where they just had to make the decision. Me too, man. Life support. For real? My, my friend that uh, passed away, and, I, and it, that made me really sad too, and it was it was reminding me of like yeah, man. when somebody does lose their brain functions. Like when I went to the, see my friend in the hospital, I put my hand on his head, and I could just feel that like his spirit it's, wasn't in the room anymore. He's hot. And my buddy was hot. He was very warm. I was like, yo, like almost I, sweating. I felt like he was gone already, but it's like fucking the family having to make that choice. It's very brutal, yo. Yeah, like I did, I had no idea because I was like, I was like, yo, they're just gonna keep him like that. But then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, after seventy two hours, like you gotta like make a decision. It was yeah. fucked up. Like and I didn't. In the I states didn't, it's even worse because it's like the money. That, the, the money is like. Crazy to and, keep and and it's like they're they're telling you yeah there's like a one percent chance that he's gonna come back from this because he doesn't have a brain anymore yeah and and in reality they just want you to get the fuck out of the room so mm-hmm. they can fill with somebody else which kind of sucks with my friend it didn't feel like his he was gone at all because we started playing Tupac and mm-hmm. uh, his vitals started responding wow because he loves Tupac that's cool so we started playing like Riders Ambition and shit so um. Yeah, he had. Oh, this only came out in 2019. So DMX has another movie that with Steven Seagal called Beyond the Law. Got to check it out. It's only four. Sick. It's rated four out of ten. I'm gonna watch it. And he has one called Never Die Alone. Have you seen that one? No. And he's the star of that one. So I got to check those two out. 
Sick. I had no idea. Oh, fuck. I kicked that. Let me yeah. see. Can't yeah, man. So, cameras. Uh, very interesting life. And uh, I will say, uh, interesting little uh, relationship between him and Jay Z. Because those guys came up at the same time. DMX. They battled. DMX battled them. And I think DMX. DMX they, won. DMX won. There, In my there's, opinion, I think DMX won. There, there's one battle that apparently was like one of the best battles ever that J- you see J- Jay-Z's verse, but uh, DMX said he didn't want his recorded, so you, yeah, no one will ever know what it was, but apparently it was like one of the tightest battles ever. It was really great. DMX uh, won, though. And, um, but what's fucked up is DMX was way more popular for the first little bit, and then Jay-Z kind of took off more. And DMX was not riding with the narrative at any point. Jay Z rode with the narrative the whole time. Well, Jay Z also was better with his money. And what ended up happening was Jay Z ended up being president of Def Jam, where DMX was recording an album. Mm -hmm. And this is where DMX was like, "Yo, fuck this! I don't want to work for Jay Z." Like, I used to want to eat his food at battles. Like, that was like my my uh, what do you call it? Like my equal. That's not gonna be my boss. My peer. Yeah. So. He at that time he asked to get bought out, but Jay Z's always been had mad respect for DMX, so he actually just let him out. Like he didn't, of course, he didn't, because DMX has not gone along with the narrative. He could have, mm. could have been, he could have been like Jay Z if he wanted to. He just always, he's like fucking Jesus. He's like a man of the people. He's Definitely. like, he's like, let me just pull back. I'm not gonna go that route. I'm not mm. gonna fucking sell out. I'm not gonna do any crazy fucking pop records or anything. I'm just but gonna do what I'm gonna do. One nice thing, really nice thing that Jay Z did. The same day uh, DMX died was him and Beyonce bought all the masters and they just donated it to yeah, his kids. Yeah, yeah. They're going to give it to the kids. He has 15 free. kids. Yeah, yeah, So Is it 15? 15 kids. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 11. No, 15. Fuck. 15. Um, yeah, man. So shout out to Jay-Z for doing that. That's really uh, good. You, you have to. You have to respect the, the DMX. You have to. You have mm-hmm. to. It's just like Cat Williams. Cat Williams right now could be the biggest comedian in the world. The 100% the best comedian in the world. He would top Dave Chappelle right now if he could. But he just won't go along with everything he's supposed to go along with. Mm, that's debatable. It's true. It's one hundred percent true. It's, How could it be one hundred percent true? Because he that pulled. Because he, he literally pulled out as he was on the way to stardom. Okay. Like Patrice died, you know, and people are always like, "Where would these people be without Patrice?" <sighs> like he pulled himself I like, out. He said, I "Like Cat he Williams, said, it's he said, pimpin', pimpin'. I've let seen me just Cat Williams out. specials that it doesn't aren't matter because you got it because you have to think about what he would have grown into. How many specials has he missed so far? If he was doing one every year, year and a half, how he didn't many stop doing even... comedy ever? I know he hasn't stopped, but how many specials has he put out? Like, how much would he have grown if he just kept going? He never stopped, though. He never stopped doing comedy, so I don't Go. get your point. Go find it. Because spe- I just said when was the last one? You're saying he never stopped. I'm saying no, I'm specials. Saying he, he never stopped You're doing comedy. Sets. So I'm, I'm tell- I, and I'm telling you that I've watched Dave Chappelle's specials. I've watched other people. I like Cat Williams. Look at the most I like recent Pippen, Pippen. special. And I'm then I'm gonna. It speaks to what I'm saying, because it's not fucking recent. Right. Let's see specials. This niggas. He and Cat Williams was one of those ones that was like literally saying, like word for word. He like went out of his way. Can I just get a list of his specials, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? Did you write Cat? Oh, you did write Cat Williams specials. I did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, we're getting focused on the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. Either wrong way, people. all I'm saying is <laughs> it. it, it it's, no matter what, it is impossible for you to say that he would be 100% yeah. the biggest comedian in the world. Yeah, and the reason would. it's impossible he would. He would. is because he would. You know you why? Can't you know why? It's the same. It's the same. It's the same reason. It's the same reason Jay Z. It's the same. It's the same reason Jay Z lost the battle with DMX. It's because of Styles. That's why he lost. 
because he was doing smooth. And DMX came like, and it just sounded so much better. He like he lost based on style. If Cat Williams is doing his thing right now, everybody else would lose just based on his style. That's that's it. I just I 100% think that mm. just based on his style right now, especially right now. Eight. What, what what's that? Sh- what's that garbage thing Dave Chappelle put out? What is it? Eight four two. He just called it numbers where he just ranted for a little bit and went like this at the end. Was it not that. comedy though? It was, it was like garbage. Yeah. No, but could, but yeah, yeah, that was a special, right? So, so no, it wasn't a comedy special. It what doesn't matter. As soon as you're a comedian, you're putting out a special. You don't get to put out somber specials. Every special you put out is a comedy special. No, I disagree. You disagree. Name one person that hasn't put out a comedy special that's a comedian that put out a special. What what is no, it but, then? No, he, Dave Chappelle releases like TED talks, real. Those are specials. Those are comedy specials. No, the definitely not. The thing you didn't laugh, but it's a comedy special. The thing it he did, is. the thing he did around uh, George Floyd's uh, death. Was, yeah, that was not a comedy special. Yes, it is. No, no you're, it just wasn't funny. You're you're wild right now. <laughs> it just wasn't funny. It wasn't. It wasn't a comedy what, special. What was it then? It was a talk. What do you mean a talk? It was, it was. It's literally put down as a comedy special. Who put it down as a comedy special? Netflix. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about right now? He has he has a contract with Netflix to do comedy specials. Mm. He can't just be like, "Hey, I'm going to do a talk real quick." They're going to be like, "Yeah, okay, so that's your special. Are you doing you're doing another one?" Okay, we're getting so far off <laughs> what we're supposed to be doing right now, but I I just I just disagree fundamentally and Well, that's uh, fine. I'm but I'm just explaining my points. I just all. don't think that's a comedy special. I think Dave Chappelle's last comedy special was really funny. And it wasn't that one. That the last the last thing he put out was not not funny, and that was his special. It's just like when Neil Brennan put out three mics. It wasn't all funny, but it's still a comedy special. So, ec- ec- uh, just the, like when the Amy, birds was a, just like when Amy Schumer puts out a special. It's not funny, but it's still a comedy special. Okay, you see killing them that? softly. That's a special, of course. That was back in the day. I'm trying to find his more recent one. The Age of Spin. That's a special, of course. Okay. Equanimity, that's a special. And yeah. then he had one other one, the birds one. Sticks and Stones, that was a special. Keep Sticks on. and Stones was a special. I know. I'm talking about the most recent one. Yeah, that was the last one. It's that not. That was his last spell. That was his last special. Comedy <laughs> special. You're talking about talks. That's you not, just pulled up a thing that is I, not from 2021, and you're trying to show me right now. That's about, his last comedy special. N- go, go up to the top. Since we're off on bullshit, go up to the top. It, it just says best comedy special. Go up to the top, though. Of the page. What? Top. Top. What? This is from 2020. Who gives a fuck? So they wouldn't have the thing. <laughs> Fucking. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it's, it doesn't even have the thing because it wasn't out when they made this. Okay, but I'm telling you. I know you're telling. And I'm telling you. What? What are you telling me? <laughs> what are you telling me? You're telling me that. <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me that TED Talks that he did are comedy specials and I think that they're, David they're, Chappelle himself they're would not. say that those are not comedy specials that's me speaking my mind well then he's pretty specific about what he wants when it comes to HBO and Netflix wouldn't he be like hey guys take that out of the comedy section of Netflix no because they're just going to be like yo you're Dave Chappelle <sighs> exactly yeah. exactly and that's what the rest of the world does too so that's why when they watched it they're like this isn't funny it's not supposed to be. <laughs> I know, but it was still one of his specials. 
It's like when a, it's like when it like it's like if you go up. Okay, on why a does stage the comedy guy he, have to do comedy every time? When when okay, Kanye West is a rapper, but he fine. still he can got, release a gospel he, album. He, that's still that's still rap. You can still you can still do a gospel album and still be a rapper. Mm. People do it all the time. DMX did that. Yeah, prayer on every album. Good for him. <laughs> but he, I think he actually put out a full gospel album. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the one where he has a song where he's going Jesus, no Jesus. Like I think he put out a full gospel album. I haven't heard it. You'll like it. Mm, I don't know. I don't think that's it, but he definitely has one. Anyways, let me see his discography. Okay, give give some more thoughts on DMX. Let's get more off more thoughts of DMX, let's, man. Let's, let's I love DMX, and you know what? I really, I really had. I hate that there's people trying to cancel him. I hate that they do it when the person's dead. Yeah, because you know you can't face that person when they're alive. You know that everybody who was around him would back him up, and now it's like he's dead. So now's your time to like jump. Like that's the most vulture shit that you can possibly do. So my thoughts on DMX are always fucking positive thoughts, man. When I was thirteen and I just just lost my dad, mm. like lost, like he didn't die. I just lost him because black. He just disappeared, mm. and uh, <laughs> and I didn't have him around. Fucking, I had guys like DMX, like. Like I call them now digital mentors, but there was no digital back in that time. So you ju- you just had your musical mentors, people who older black people who could shed some light on what you're feeling and are going through the same experiences. Like you're talking about him robbing kids. Like I I had to do the same shit. So that's so why when he died, admitting to crimes like an idiot, <laughs> bro. And you want me to n- trust your opinion? None, on sp- none, <laughs> none of those people want it. I think none. I honestly no, think no, no, no. Let me just say right now, none of those people want it. None of them. I have one. Point. They all remember me. None of them. I want have one it. point. <laughs> I think if Chris Tucker stuck with rap, uh, with uh, comedy, he would be the biggest comedian in the world. <laughs> his first two, his first ten minutes on it's uh, his first ten minutes on uh, on Def Jam comedy were he, incredible. But if he, but then when he came back to comedy after years and he did a special, it was shit garbage. If he, if he literally planned like rollouts along with Fridays, mm. like oh I'm in this Friday rollout like a special, this and like and he, and he did that with Rush Hour. He was like rolling out specials. Yeah, I, oh. he'd be like Eddie Murphy. I was just trying to say something controversial to, to make you. Oh, you're fucking like, bro. Who no, knows what I, would happen? No, that'd be insane. When when uh, when I did a a girl wanted to interview me for like talking about me getting into comedy and stuff and when she said like who are your inspirations and i said and i said and one of them i was like chris tucker's 10 minutes on def comedy jam was one of the biggest inspiration like he had he did two sets whatever two different sets yeah and that's all i saw of him at that time because he never really had like a, a full-length yeah, special yeah nothing and i'm like this guy fucking <laughs> rules yo <laughs> uh no i loved uh, i i can remember some of his jokes but anyways we're getting so fucking far off the beaten path but yeah i, I agree uh people trying to cancel people on the day of their death is really disgusting and you, they should take a look in the mirror and be like okay i have these opinions let the more same thing with kobe i hated that it's like okay okay you we already had that discussion te- years ago i don't yeah. even remember people having this, this discussion about dmx if it did happen it was it wasn't Bro, a big it's, thing it's so for them to do that for for me to see i'm fucking just trying to listen to dmx all day and just have good memories and all this stuff and then I, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see feminists and LGBT trying to cancel DMX. Yeah. yeah. 24 hours? 
guys, relax. Yeah, yeah. Why, why don't you jump on Prince Philip and like how he has the most racist family that's ever existed? Oh my god, that's fucking de- pretty much destroyed the world. I didn't hear anything about that. Let me just give a shout out to. Uh, <laughs> pretty a, sure his ancestors were murdering gay people, like the, and black people, everybody. The fact that they died the same day was uh, pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and the only reason I say it was pretty cool, shout out to this comedian Tyler Morris, and he dropped this joke that I thought was great. Prince Philip dying today was like God pour, uh, God's version of pouring out old English on the curb. <laughs> wow. DMX. Holy fuck. Great joke. That's fucking solid. Uh, and yeah, fuck Prince That's so Philip. solid. R.I.P. DMX. <laughs> fuck Prince Philip. Yeah, uh, and Megan can't go to the funeral? Fuck out of here. Yeah, no. Uh, all, like I, I've just been listening to pure DMX stuff and watching old things and, and when I was listening to that radio show, like so many good stories about DMX and I'll just say like just the, the kind of person he was I'll just say this before we go, and it's uh, DMX was eating uh, wings at a at a restaurant somewhere in the states, whatever. And he he took a bite of the wings, and he's like, "This, this is the best wings I ever had in my life. This is the best wings I ever had." He got up, told the restaurant, he's like, "These these are great wings. Like I love these wings." Like, and at the end, he went to the back, and he just hailed up every cook in the house, and he's just like, "Yo, you guys are fucking killing it." Wow, that's the kind of guy DMX was. That was him, everyday life, not. Uh, reading into his lyrics, him as a person yeah. was a guy that wanted to make people feel good around him. If he if he enjoyed your work, if he saw you having fun at a wedding party, he gonna go come on and yeah. and show you guys love. If he takes a bite of your wings and you make good wings, he's gonna show you love. DMX was all about showing love. He was a guy that had a terrible childhood growing up. He could he almost went down a really bad path. He found rap. He ended up being amazing at it. Was poetic. Was was aggressive. Was able to make great music uh, that so many different people from different walks of life can listen to. And when I was listening to the radio that day, so many people called in about that slipping song. Like that song did get a lot of people through shit. There's one guy that called in that was like, I was in and out of jail for years, heard that song slipping and decided I got to get my life together. He ended up uh, working as a nurse for like uh, 10 years stacking up money and now he got his law degree so I'm just saying like that song has inspired people to get th- their lives off uh, on better tracks and stuff so if you're really going to read into DMX's music don't stop at the two lyrics that you hate go actually give him a chance True. listen to songs like Slippin' listen to songs like Damien watch that's a good he has Damien part All 1, 2, and 3 yeah. and that's a good look at what he's going through in his head the, yeah. the, the, the two sides yes he has a prayer on every album yes he's talking about uh, fucking people up and doing some monstrous stuff on some albums, but it's like that was what's going on in his head. He's being torn on two different sides. He he had a mother that never l- showed him love. He and at the same time he's uh, making best friends with dogs. He had a guy that wanted <laughs> he had he has a loving spirit inside of him. Yeah, exactly. And and he wanted to be accepted. And R.I.P. D.M.X. I love D.M.X. Man, shout out to D.M.X. The dog. Uh, Yo, I feel my eyes like even water up a little bit just talking about. <laughs> I, I really love DMX. Yeah, man. man, he was fucking amazing, fucking slipping. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to slipping when, uh, when that happened because I started listening to his music on the way to work because that's when I found out I couldn't listen to that song. And it's hard to watch that video because it's like what he's going through. Like it's like the same thing. Like he's in the hospital and everything. And, and that that uh, that just reminded me one a great way to end all these record breaking things that he did. All these record-breaking things that he did. Conqueror. Pros and Conquerors is the bad boys of history. Uh, one of the other record-breaking things he did that'll probably never be topped. He gave the 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 biggest live uh, performance by a rapper, and it was at Woodstock 1999. It's insane. If, if you check that out, he goes from 
Rough Riders Anthem, which obviously the crowd is like super like into and everything. But as an artist, they say, you know, yeah, do something for the crowd, but always do something for yourself. You can tell how much Slippin' meant to him because Slippin' is not a song that you sing along to. Slippin' is not a song that you perform for 100,000 people, like where you think at least. But what song does he follow Rough Riders Anthem with? He follows it with Slippin' because Slippin' meant so much to him. Slippin' as an artist, if you really want to know who DMX is, if you want to talk about either honoring him or canceling him, listen to Slippin' and then decide because that really paints a picture. And, And if you watch that performance, he's like, trying to make it like a sing-along song because he's he, he still performing he's yeah like, i'm slipping i'm falling yeah yeah the crowd never really gets behind it like they were yeah, the yeah. way they were behind rough riders anthem but at the same time as a respect for an artist respect for uh you're showing your work you're showing yeah, yeah. what you're proud of he's not going to perform for a hundred thousand people and not do the song that he's most proud of and yeah, i was yeah, slipping yeah. and uh yo mad it's love amazing. for dmx it's amazing another episode of Be- Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. R.I.P. to DMX. R.I.P. to one of my top five favorite. Is he is he in your top five? Uh, he's in my t- like I have I have a rapper category of top yeah, five. Your but top five rappers. Rapper. I have a rapper people top five because okay. there's there's so he's in your people. Yeah, because I'm so big into interviews. That's why I do this shit. Yeah. So I always like 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 he's in my top five of rappers of people. Like Tupac, I've never listened to a Tupac album from front to back. Really? But I've listened to every single interview he's ever done like a hundred times. So as a person, those guys are definitely in my top five. And there's 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 very few. I don't even think I can have a top five of like people who are genuine and amazing and looking to trigger like the brain that's going to wow. change the world because that's uh, what he's trying to do. And uh, he he was recording music last year, so there is going to be. Some, I don't know if it'll be a full album, but at least it should be an EP. And apparently, he has a song with Pop Smoke, and he has a song with the Griselda Crew. So I'm really looking Oof, forward to uh, that'd be sick. DMX, uh, the music that is coming out, even though he's he's passed away, he's still going to leave us with one last gift. I, I hope it comes out. Uh, I don't know how much of it was completed, but those two tracks, at least he teased them. He said that they're on the way. So, Oh, also uh, the clip of him with his daughter on the roller coaster. Go check that Screaming? out. Screaming? Yeah. Yeah. That is it! It's such a good fucking He's a good video. guy, man. He's, Daddy's uh, here. Daddy's here. It's yeah. all right. Daddy's here. <laughs> yeah, no. Mad yeah, love man. for DMX. Uh, stay tuned for our, the next person we discuss. Uh, I know we were biased on this one because we both love the guy. Yeah, bro. Any ta- any statues, don't touch them if you dare touch them. Yeah, oh, don't try and cancel I, his music. I hope somebody fucks this guy wants up. to keep listening to that song, X is Coming for You. That's not one of my favorite DMX songs. Bro, I remember listening to that song when I was 13, like so young, and like just like hearing that song. Wow, yeah, you're like, I could fuck a girl that's above 15, no problem. Well, yeah. It wasn't the, even a conf- it wasn't a conflicting thing. Yeah, it wasn't a conflicting thing I'm when gonna I heard it. I'm going to fuck your daughter in front of you. <laughs> sir. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, the years later, right? 2 years later. Yeah. Uh, but fucking yeah. Yeah, I love that song. Like like I love that song cuz cuz of what it is. Like it's hard because if you don't know hip hop, like I want to say like if you go back to Redman. So if you do know hip hop, you know Redman's like a cartoon character. So when you hear a Redman album, he takes you on that journey the same way X does. Yeah. It's like this weird story or whatever. Redman's is usually funny, but X's was always dark and like riddled with like ups and downs and everything. Like yeah. Right to the prayer that was at the end, to the gangster shit that's at the beginning. So mm. that hearing that song, that's a part of it. Like if you listen to that album and then that song comes on, it's a part of it. It's trying to um, it lets you know exactly who you're hearing in the next songs because I think a couple of songs after it's Damien. Damien's the next one. So I think. it's yeah. So it's like you have to really 
go through the album. Like he even talks about that in interviews. He's like, yeah. you can't just listen to one part. He's like, you gotta go through the album, I'm taking you on a fucking journey. Hundred percent. So you gotta understand who he is. And that song One Two X is coming for you. That gives you an exact example. And then when you hear Damien, you understand why he go- he's saying this. He goes from Let Me Fly, which is like pretty like um conscious, like talking about his relationship with God kind yeah. of thing, to X is coming, which is just straight devilish, like I'm gonna fucking come mm-hmm. kill you. Yeah. To Damien, which is talking about the both being sides. told in th- both directions. So yeah. it, it does tell a story. So so next time it's art, you fucking dummies. Fucking get with it. Listen to the whole album, Cox. Because I know these people are just fucking typing up lyrics and finding things. Yeah, yeah. What do you say about gay people? Um, yeah, exactly. And that one, yeah, that. Let, uh, Leave just, your blogs for something else. Find something else. Leave DMX alone. That was on Where the Hood at. Guys, fucking 15 kids are going to fucking see that shit you're posting. Stop being fucking dicks. Yeah. I get so mad. I get so I get so upset when older black people die. That inspired me, man. Because there's not a lot of them. And I didn't have my dad to inspire me. So. This one out of uh, celebrity deaths, I felt this one the most uh, since uh, the last one that I felt like, like actually felt it in my heart. Like, oh fuck, this one hurts. Is uh, Michael Jackson? Yeah. Fuck. When Michael Jackson died, it, it affected me. And DMX, like, just because this guy's music was such a big part of me growing up. Like, yeah, um, this was like uh, when I used to play sports. Definitely DMX had some tracks that are fucking, they get you amped up. Yeah. There's some party ones. And then, yeah, I had, uh, I had two of his albums. I had, I didn't have the first two. I had, uh, and then there was X and then I had, um, the great depression. Those two. True. Those were fucking, because the ones in the nineties, I was too young. My fucking, my, my parents weren't letting me take that home. But when the two thousands hit, I started grabbing some DMX albums. I was surprised my mom let me take the album where he's covered in blood. That one's crazy, yo. <laughs> when I was looking for uh, what to make a shirt of DMX, I was looking at different album covers, and I'm like, yo, these album covers are fucking too raw to yeah, have man. a, All a t-shirt. Them. But All I made this one, yo. Nice <laughs> tribute. All right, All right we signed it off. Do a bark a before we go for DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, shout out to our dog, you know. Shout out to the dog. The All dog. Right. Our, ca- our camera's uh, dying. We're Peace. done? Yeah. Wrap it up. Peace. Oh, yeah. Where to find us? Where are you going to? Oh. Where, where, like, where can they find you, Jam? They easy? find me at Jam underscore easy. Uh, you can find us at the Bad Boys of History. You can find Colin. At Colin's Process. I'm doing all sorts of things there. I'm working a lot, but, you know. Oh, and tune into our other podcast, Wagwan with the Wagwan, where we talk about hip hop news, entertainment, you know what I mean? Gossip, all that fun stuff. Uh, And maybe a little bit of what's going on in our lives. If you want to find out a little bit more about us. Exactly. Now we're about to do that. Do a little DMX tribute again. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And remember to participate on our Instagram and shit and all that good stuff and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. 